For years, I was so fed up with shampoo, I just stopped washing my hair. I quit completely. I was so sick of poofy, frizzy, limp hair, distorting my natural oils. Until a few months ago, I found Modern Mammals, and it changed everything. And by the way, right now you can visit modernmammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. So check that out. So look, I heard about this through the podcast, and before I agreed to advertise, they sent it to me, and I was reluctant. But let me tell you, I should not have been. This stuff is absolutely magical. My hair felt better, smelled way better, and most importantly, looked better. And I know it will do the same for you as well. It doesn't have those hair-ruining chemicals like other products, and it doesn't leave any leftover residues. It works. Don't believe me? Go read their awesome reviews online as well. Go to ModernMammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use our promo code LSS so they know we sent you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Living the dream like every single week. That's how you roll, Mike. Every single week. I just left a nice message for our new editor. I hope he enjoys it. Yes, our new editor, Mr. Josh Wildhorn. If you've been listening to the podcast, uh, either the Lead Singer Syndrome side or the New Noise side, you've maybe noticed an improvement <laughs> in quality because it's not Slight. me at the helm. It's Mr. Josh Wildhorn. What, what uh, message did you leave him? Oh, I was just saying hi and how much I appreciate him. The show is sounding great. And, you know, I think we're just putting out some even better content with him on the team. It does feel good. It does feel good to add people. And uh, yeah, shout out to you, Josh. We'll see if he keeps this in here, though. He can make us say anything we he wants us to. It's crazy. I mean, yeah. He's, he's pretty much got voice clips of us saying a bunch of stuff. And he can, like, file it in. Like, last episode... Uh, you might hear me say 100% often. He actually just took the clip of that and just put it in <laughs> random spots. <laughs> yes, it wasn't really 14, uh, 1400%. Uh, but it was a great episode last week. Oh, it was. And I think we talked about a bunch of great new singles mainly, but we yeah. got into some new releases as well. What did you think of those? You know, I'll tell you, this new record from Foxing, 
uh, the number one pick. Well, your number one pick, Mike. I really was digging this record, especially the first track. Like this, yeah. this first track was so awesome. I hope that that's the direction the band is going. A lot of the rest of the record kind of had more of an indie rock feel, which I also really mm-hmm. enjoyed. But that first song, I was like, oh man, like this is a this is a banging, banging opening track. Yeah, I think it was absolute great way to start the record. Overall, I mean, I think it's just super well written, which a lot of indie rock, you kind of get the same thing. I think this stepped away from that a little bit and right. really kind of embraced it and had some fun with the genre. I first started listening to this record and I got about two or three songs in and I said, you know what, We're, this isn't the vibe for this record. And I waited a couple hours and I finished working and I got a bath together, <laughs> lit some candles. I used my fancy showerhead speaker and listened to this record. And man, it was just a totally different vibe. I I absolutely loved it. I think it's great for just kind of chilling out and enjoying some really, really good tunage. Absolutely. And the other record on the list, because it, it was a list of two, the Terrible yep. Twosome uh, of Sulphur, their new EP. Uh, tell me your thoughts on this one. Dude, absolute banger all the way through. Um, I really like this. It's obviously some experienced members from the deathcore scene, but a new project. So it's mm-hmm. always interesting to see how those components kind of fit together, right? But I really like this EP. I think it's a good showing for the band's yeah. first outing. I've seen that they've got some shows lined up and some tours announced recently as people are starting to come back. And I think this EP is really going to be a hit live. I think that there's some really good songs on here to open up a crowd and get everybody moving. Exactly. And there's a lot of different textures. Um, mm-hmm. You know, obviously they're a heavy band, so you're going to get a lot of heavy elements. But, you know, there are some elements and some clean singing, you know, some very technical uh, guitar playing and drumming. Uh, but I think like they're finding their sound, you know, yep. and I think it's going to be really interesting when they put out a full length record, kind of where they decide they want to sit, because I think there's mm-hmm. a lot of ingredients in the soup right now. And it's going to kind of, you know, come down to refining that. And I think when they do, it's going to be something really special. But I agree. It was a really great first release from of Sulphur and uh, a band that you're going to hear a lot about in the future, I think. For sure. And I think we got to talk about some singles because we had some absolutely yes. massive singles this week. Yes. Um, first one I want to talk about, Wage War is Heavy Again. Hey, uh, I'm okay with that. This really surprised me because I know the band has talked multiple times saying, hey, we really like this direction that we went with their last release, Pressure, how it was a little bit uh, more easy listening. It wasn't as heavy. There's still heavy parts, don't get me wrong, but... Uh, They were really confident with that sound and really liked it. And the radio success kind of came from it as well. But I think this quarantine, like we've been saying, Mm -hmm. pissed them the fuck off. And this song, High Horse, is just an absolute onslaught. It is. It reminds me of old Wage War, and I was pleasantly surprised by that. Well, I I, I totally agree. And, And I do. I'm one of the people, I think, that thinks Wage War is at their best when they play some of the melodic stuff. I think that Mm -hmm. they've written some beautiful, beautiful music, you know, when they've kind of, you know, dialed it back a notch. But this proves that they still are a band very worthy of direct support on that Beartooth tour, which is starting today, if you're listening to this. Um, And they can write bangers. So here we are 
you know, with them showcasing both sides of their band, which I think is why they're such a great band and why their fans like them so much because they can really do it all. So yeah, it's mm-hmm. a great song and, and I'm totally fine with this direction. I mean, I think they're improving in every single way. Yeah. I think that they, they really took what they learned from uh, making the kind of dialed back tracks and applied that kind of radio sensibility to their heavier sound. And I'm absolutely here for it. Yeah. And I mean, speaking of kind of a radio sensibility sound, uh, Don Broca was probably the most normal song I've ever heard from this band. <laughs> yeah, you know, and it's 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 true. And, and you kind of wonder, like, you know, this is the album is coming out pretty soon. And, mm-hmm. you know, is this going to kind of be the song that they're going to try to maybe, you know, take the band to the next level? I mean, at least the, the label, I mean, you know, yeah. and... and get them a little more mainstream attention, you know, in some traditional outlets. And it will Mm -hmm. be interesting to see if it happens. I think the band is completely capable of that, you know, um, it'll be interesting to see if that's kind of the, the way it, the way it goes down. Yeah. And I think it's a great track. I've loved the dynamic and I, I'm shooting myself in the foot here. I hate that. I forget the drummer's name, but how he takes the lead vocals on most of this track. I think that absolutely amazing. Um, just super well done all the way around. I, this is supposedly the last single that we're getting until the album release on the 17th of September. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of excited for that. Uh, I don't think the hype's going to die down for this album at all, just because Don Broco is such a massive, unstoppable force at the moment. And I'm overall just really excited for this release. Yeah, I know. I know. I know you are, Mike. And I know this will be an album of year contender for you when it finally 100%. drops, uh, along with so many other records in September. Album of the year contender, like this new Sleep Token record we got a single from them last week too and that's what i was going to just ask you about mike um i know this band is near and dear to your heart and a band that you i mean i don't know how religious you are but if you have a religion it might be sleep token uh because you close enough yeah yeah you're psycho about this band and I got to say, I'm not going to call myself a casual Sleep Token fan, probably a little more than that, but I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't listen to this. For example, I didn't listen to this on Friday. I waited until Saturday, so I'm not yeah. that crazy, but I got to say, man, I could see some of their fans being possibly disappointed by this track, but not me. Mm-hmm. I, I no. felt like this song was an anthem. Like this, this is an absolute great song with a great feel to it that yep. I think is going to fit on a record really, really well. Yep, and I, honestly, I haven't seen a lot of backlash on the song. I've seen a couple of people saying, man, I would, I wish we get a heavy single, things mm-hmm. like that. Um, and I, I wish we get a heavy single from Sleep Token as well. Both of these tracks have been a little bit lighter, and I hope that we get those flavors of the band on the album. I'm sure that we will. But I absolutely love this single. I love the way that Sleep Token writes. I love the visual experience that Sleep Token has watching i stayed up until midnight on thursday to watch this music, there you go to listen to this song the music video dropped the next day i watched mm-hmm. it immediately when i woke up the music video has something that i wasn't ever expecting from a sleep token music video where it's got kind of these choreographed dance w- movements going on and this entire album is just going to be absolutely amazing based on these two singles alone i absolutely love sleep token i don't know if i've said it on this show but Uh, Going back to the first time I heard their album Sundowning, it was possibly the closest thing to a religious experience I've ever had in my life. (laughs) There you go. Um, Like, it's very, very seldom that a band kind of comes along 
um, later in your life, I think. Right. At least for me, like there's tons of formative bands, band and music experiences that most people have in their high school and college days, but kind of coming in at like 26, 27, you don't expect your taste to change that much, but I heard that first sleep token record and it just kind of changed the way that I looked at music. And I think that this album is surprisingly going to do that to me again, just because of, it's like they've le- managed to level up somehow. I know. I thought I thought it was going to be a consistent release, and I'm like, okay, another great album from this band. But somehow right. they're finding ways to surprise me still, and I'm extremely excited. Well, for you it. know, they're still growing uh, as a band. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I know there's a lot of secretive stuff behind them and no one knows who they are or anything but you know they haven't put out that much music like this this is still you know they're in the i wouldn't say their infancy really but they're still in you know the the beginning part of their journey as a band so who knows right i mean there could be a lot of changes and a lot of progression and it seems like they're extremely talented and they do Mm -hmm. seem to really put their all into everything that they do so we can expect big things and uh yeah i'm i'm all i'm all in on this new single and uh i can't wait for the next one 100 percent. god i'm saying again uh other track one more (laughs) single that i wanted to talk about and something that i don't think we would normally talk about on this show Mm. that's why i kind of want to bring it up because it was surprising to me and interesting how much i really like this single We've got a new Guns N' Roses song. Oh my god, I, I didn't I didn't know this. Yeah. What? So Slash is back in the band. Okay. Right? And he plays on this track. And I don't mind Chinese Democracy. It came out when I was just kind of getting into Guns N' Roses. And okay. Buckethead is on that record. We know how much I love Buckethead. But like this almost feels kind of like classic Guns N' Roses. And it is fun. It is rock and roll. Hmm. And I am just absolutely here for it i think that this single is great well i i can't believe i didn't hear about this it just surprised me yeah i, yeah. I can't believe that I, I somehow like was this just dropped like like you didn't talk about it last week so it must have been it was dropped on friday last week yeah it was just dropped that no i don't know if the band posted about it i didn't see it posted anywhere on news outlets really so i was like why is nobody talking about this i'm like listening to it absolute banger well, yeah. Well, the first thing I'm going to do when I hang up with you is listen to it. Um, you know, Guns N' Roses, pivotal to my musical upbringing. Mm-hmm. You know, um, for me, it was the Use Your Illusion records. Use Your Illusion 2, my friend had on tape. And uh, yeah, man, I memorized that whole thing. All the lyrics and everything mm-hmm. and like started playing guitar. And, and um, you know still to this day it's something i throw on all the time so i'll be very excited to hear this especially if it's like what you said um because yeah chinese democracy i think was it became such a meme of itself mm-hmm. that by the time it finally came out nobody really took it seriously it was just kind of the butt of all jokes but yeah. when you go back and listen to it there is there is some redeeming stuff on that record it isn't obviously they they really should have trimmed the fat but it isn't a terrible record. Oh, 100%. But as a kid, I was never exposed. Like, I think Gun or Chinese Democracy 2008. So, yeah, that came out when I was 15. I wasn't wow. really exposed to, like, the meme of Chinese Democracy. I was just like, oh, wow, this band that I really like put out new music. And supposedly it's their first new music in a long time. And I just really vibed with it. Hmm. I don't think it's a bad album by any means. Is it a great game-changing album? No. But I think it's a fun release. I think this new single is really fun, and people should check it out and maybe start turning heads around towards Guns N' Roses again. Uh, I'm really interested if, if this means a new record's coming. Um, 
and I by coming so. like in the next, let's say five years, if they can do it in the next five years, that's fine. That's fast for guns and roses. True that. <laughs> all right. But that's all I had to talk about from last week. Did you have anything else you wanted to touch on? Uh, no, I think I'm ready to get into this week. Let's go. Cool. We've got a long week, so I'm excited to get into it with you. We've got seven main releases okay, and a crap ton of honorable mentions as always. Okay. Let's fly through them. Uh, number seven. So number seven coming in, we've got a new band, newer band that's got quite a lot of hype around them. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just signed to Fueled by Ramen Records. I think that this is their first EP or their second EP. I can't recall, but we've got Meet Me at the Altar with their new EP, Model Citizen. Yes, a lot of hype with this band right now, and I totally understand why. Mm -hmm. Uh, For people wondering, it's Meet Me at, at sign, like an email address, the altar, uh, but I feel like people have already heard about them a lot. In fact, I've gotten some, you know, Twitter replies and stuff saying a lot of people found out about them from you talking about them, Mike, on the show oh, sick. when they released uh, one of their singles. Now, this mm-hmm. record is coming. I think the obvious uh, comparison, especially with them being on Fueled by Ramen, is Paramore. And uh, I'm not, I'm sure they're going to roll mm-hmm. their eyes when they hear this, if they hear this, but I do think that the similarities are there. But it's kind of like if Paramore, after the Riot record, kind of continued down that more heavy, post-hardcore, drummer kind of overplaying uh, path, rather than the pop Mm -hmm. path. Uh, 100%. I think it's definitely more on the punk slash rock side. And, I mean, listening to the singles, there's a bit of, like, almost easy core influence in some of this stuff, too. Uh, as far as the guitar tones and the writing and a lot of open zeros. And when I was really listening to this, the first band that popped into my mind was Nova Twins, which is that band that I hadn't heard of until they did the feature on the Bring Me the Horizon song. Right. And I think that this is really similar to that, where it's modern rock and roll, it's got influences of pop, influences of punk, and it's just kind of this amalgamation of all of these genres. And I really think that these guys deserve to be blowing up like they should. They're making a really solid blend. I would love, everybody knows me, to hear a little bit more experimentation and Mm -hmm. some fun stuff and bringing in some weird, quirky influences, right? Like, they're such a young band and they sound like they've been in the scene for 15 years. Yeah. I absolutely love that, but I want to hear what they kind of, like, something else tossed in there. I still think the CP is going to be really solid. Uh, It is a first release and... As much as I do love this band, like it's number seven. We got a ton of amazing stuff this week too, but just because it's number seven, still make sure you check this out. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Meet me at the altar at number seven. Number six. So number six, a good friend of mine, uh, Tyler, vocalist of this band, Afterlife is putting out their new album, Part of Me. Uh, I absolutely love Afterlife. I think that they are the perfect um, kind of extension from that like new metalcore scene Uh, where it's almost kind of like Linkin Park meets Breakdowns. Uh, There's still very kind of emotional lyricism, but there's definitely some real super fun, heavy-hitting riffs. Uh, Some of these songs that this band puts out, I think they're like the greatest songs that like a modern-day wrestler could walk out to, and I don't mean (laughs) that in a bad way, right? Yeah, yeah, no, totally. Um, They remind me a little bit of some of the the stuff a little bit like Hollywood Undead, with yep. some of the rap elements mixed with, you know, new metal rock, uh, mm-hmm. but, but really good songs. And they really have a great way of kind of presenting moments, um, you know, yeah. like they're, they're exciting to listen to, which, which is, which is always nice. 
It isn't just, mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like, okay, well, this, this part's going to repeat because, you know, that's what you do in a song. It feels like mm-hmm. everything is very deliberate. Um, and I like yep. this, this band and I think they kind of are setting themselves apart from a genre that I think can be a little bit stagnant. Mm-hmm. So that's, it's really nice to hear. And I'm, I'm glad this is on the list too at number six, Mike. Yep. And like you're saying with setting up moments, I really agree that with that. Uh, one of the things that I have in my notes here, this band does something that I think is really kind of hard to do. As, and like there are a couple bands that do it very well. Bands like Parkway Drive and Bad Omens, in my opinion, mm-hmm. where when you're listening to this music, you don't kind of feel like you're in a small live club. Like you don't see yourself in a small venue listening to this. You kind of feel like you're on the floor in an arena at a festival and like the entire crowd is like moving their hand back and forth with the chorus and there's crowd servers. That's the way that they, it just feels big, right? Yeah. Like you're filling a large space rather than some small club. And I think that this band is going to start blowing up just because I think other people are starting to realize how good that they really are. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, shall we move on? Number five? Yeah, I think so. Uh, so number five, we're going across the pond to a little place called Leeds in the United Kingdom. Mm-hmm. We've got another amazing metalcore band that is absolutely blowing up right now. They are called Caskets. They recently had their name changed from Captives. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're dropping their new album, Lost Souls, though. Yeah, this band's great. I absolutely love them. I think that they are kind of the golden children of this newest wave of metalcore that has been really kind of popping up uh, in 2019, 2020, where they're mostly focusing on clean vocals kind of throughout the entire song, where like all the verses are clean, all the choruses are clean, and they've got some accentuating screams and everything along those lines. But for the most part, they're really trying to get the lyrics across for everybody. Um, they still have breakdowns, they still get heavy, but I think that these guys have done an amazing job with their production and their writing style in order to make a very kind of pop radio sensible sound that is still accessible to the alternative scene. A lot kind of like Dragged Under has done as well. Yeah. Um, I think these guys are great and deservedly blowing up as well right now. Totally. Like a little, maybe a little uh, less punk than Dragged Under, a little more sort of on the, yeah, like mainstream train. It's it's hard. Mm -hmm. Like I, I hear... It's interesting you say metalcore. I hear like a lot of maybe an Anne Berlin kind of influence or maybe even Seosin, yeah. uh, but that doesn't quite do it justice because it is it is a little more modern sounding than those bands. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, like this is a band that really, really sounds like they've been doing it for a long time. It's a very ref- refined sound, which mm-hmm. I really like as well. And I think, yeah, I think it's a great pick. And um, it's always tough with bands with a name change. You know, I think yeah. some bands they feel like they lose momentum, but in a lot of cases it can it can kind of bring you hype and bring you more momentum. So hopefully they're going to get this because it's well deserved. Yeah, and I think that's what happened with these guys because uh, they changed their name from Captives because another band said, "Hey, you can't use this name. We've got this mm-hmm. trademark here, or whatever happened." And they've changed their name on Spotify, and they've already got. Let me check right now: two hundred eighty-five thousand monthly listeners. Yeah. And so I don't think this slowed their role at all. I think it kind of bumped them up because everybody kind of looked and they're like, okay, so this newer band that has your name is already got more listeners than you. You haven't put out an album in 10 years or whatever that other captives band had done and just said, okay, I'm going to check these guys out. And a bunch of people fell in love with the music and rightfully so. I mean, these guys know how to write a hook. They are 
great lyrically. I'm just really happy for these guys, and I can't wait to hear the full album. I was a little bit tentative because they had a lot of singles out, mm-hmm. but looking at the track list of the album and stuff like that, things I hadn't done, uh, I actually looked at it because all of these singles had like the same theme artwork-wise. I just assumed that they would all be on the album. It's only the three most recent singles, so I actually haven't heard most of this album like I thought I had, so super excited to get into it. Awesome. Um, that's caskets at number five number four all right number four coming out of russia we got the big boys the daddies of deathcore <laughs> slaughter to prevail are releasing their new album Costalom, which i had a little help from a friend he told me that Costalom actually means bone crusher oh nice every single on this record has been absolutely just obliteratingly heavy as expected from slaughter to prevail I think Alex is one of the most talented vocalists in the scene. I think something that's really cool about this band is kind of the mystery of them as well. Like, Mm -hmm. obviously, Alex is very consistent without with putting covers on YouTube and staying very active in the scene. But the rest of the band is kind of quiet, and this band really does disappear for years at a time, and then they come back and they say, "Hey, here's a record." Um, I think that this record is just going to be super heavy. It's going to annihilate everybody's ears. It's exactly what we expect, right? Totally. And the stuff that I've heard so far from this album, it really just brings a smile to my face Mm -hmm. when I listen to it. And I know that's like a weird thing to say when you're talking about deathcore or whatever. Like, you know, it's just supposed to be mindlessly brutal. They have a way of just, I don't know what it is. It's like catchy in a really cool way. And it just like, I'm just smiling the whole time I'm listening to this. And I just really, really enjoy it. For me, it's like <laughs> if Deathcore could be feel-good music, for some reason, this band just knows how to do it. And I find them extremely entertaining, uh, for yeah. lack of a better word. And this is a... I mean, I'm, I'm wondering what the top releases are going to be because I thought this might be your number one. Oh, wow. Well, we'll have some surprises up there. Don't worry. <laughs> but yeah, I 100% have to agree. I've thankfully been able to see Slaughter Prevail live. They plan tours to the U.S. and then things come up with visas very often coming from Russia and they have to cancel a lot of tours. So I'm very grateful that I have been able to see them. Extremely entertaining band live, extremely entertaining with all their music videos and everything that this band does. I think it's just they've got a flair for performance ship. Is that a word? Yeah. We'll we'll make it a word. It's a word. Uh, But they've just got this kind of charisma about them yeah. And it kind of seeps into the music and it makes you feel good. And I think that there's something to be said about Deathcore with that too, especially the bands that are kind of pushing the boundaries and becoming heavier and heavier. Like that Brand of Sacrifice album that we listened to earlier this mm-hmm. year. Like some of the stuff on it is just so stupid heavy. And same with the Slaughter Prevail record, I'm assuming. It's just so stupid heavy that you can't do anything but smile because you've <laughs> never heard anything that heavy, right? And you're right. just like, wow. I thought I had heard the heaviest thing I was ever going to hear in my life by this point. And you guys just said, hey, Deathcore can be heavier. And you're like, okay. I know. Uh, this, this is my new normal now. I know. I love that you use the word charisma. I, I totally, totally agree with that mm-hmm. word as well. Uh, all right. We're, uh, we're in the top three now, aren't we? Number three? Yep. Well, let's go. All right. Number three. Probably one of what I think is the most underrated bands in metalcore right now. Coming out of Detroit, Michigan, we've got my good friends in Spirit Breaker. Yes. They're releasing the new album, Coronada. They've signed to Solid State Records, which I'm extremely proud of them for. I 100% 
Love this band. I'm behind everything that they do. All four of the singles from this record are super fun and completely different from each other while still having kind of a consistent theme. I know we've talked about this band a little bit on the show. Uh, If you like Silent Planet, if you like Architects, if you like that, I guess, metalcore that's kind of like hopecore a little bit, but like sad, right? And like super emotional, very technically done with the lyricism and everything really fits together. This is a band for you. They've got such a weird vibe compared to, I think, a lot of those other metalcore bands, though, where they're still very progressive, yes, in the writing styles. And as far as like the guitar riffs that they're writing, everything is very technical. But you get into the vocals and there's kind of a chaotic style to it that reminds me almost a little bit of like the chariot and stuff like that going back to like josh scogan kind of going in there and just going off and i'm just super excited for this record i think it is totally the band sounds like they're in a room playing together and i feel like that is lost in this genre sometimes you know everything is Mm -hmm. very overproduced and sure like everything can sound big and huge but then when you put it all together sometimes stuff doesn't really mesh well together and this this band their production just works for me like i just jam out to this like i don't necessarily think about oh the the kick drum's doing this the guitar's doing Mm -hmm. this i just like love this as a cohesive sound yep and you're right, they do have some different tones within it, but it all works really, really well together as the overall sound of the band. And um, mm-hmm. I love that this is in the top three, and I love that we're talking about them again. Uh, here we go. Get their rookie card. I'm going to say this just because you're mentioning it sounds like they're in the same room. This is 100% how these guys sound live, too. Yeah. I've Being Detroit locals, opening up for shows and stuff, I've seen these guys probably 10, 15, 20 times. I lost count, really. But... They yep. sound exactly like this. Just the everything just sounds spot on compared to these recordings. And that is something that I think isn't captured enough in modern music anymore. There you go. Yep. I agreed. Spirit Breaker at number three. All right, Mike. Number two. All right. Number two. We just talked about production a bit. And I think that this band has the absolute best production in the scene right now. Um, I think I've listened to the only single off of this album two times a day, if not more. <laughs> I know what you're going to um, say. <laughs> this is the new EP, And I Return to Nothingness by Lorna Shore. Yes. I think we only got one single because we can't handle the other two songs on this EP. Like, uh, Okay, so it's a three-song EP. Yeah. I like that. that. We're going back to the old school days. But it's like 20 minutes. <laughs> right. We're going back to the old school days of, of EPs being, uh, being three songs. But the length is there. Yeah, this band is kind of reinventing themselves. Um, mm-hmm. They're they're back and they have a very very um, yeah intense sound. I think the the single they released is everyone's talking about this as heavy song of the year already. Yeah, and, and it when came this, out a month and a half ago, yeah. and people are still talking about it. Exactly, and the hype is real. Um, whether you look at their stats on YouTube or, or Spotify or whatever, this band is here. And yeah, even though this is a three song release, I understand completely why you have it in the number two hole, Mike, because this Mm -hmm. is going to turn heads and people are going to be talking about this. And when they do a full length, oh my God, 
Um, if if I, I mean, assuming that the other two songs on this EP are anything like that first one. Oh, and knowing Lorna Shore, they're ones for consistency. Their album last year is absolutely incredible as well. This band is just crazy to me because we've gotten a lot of deathcore lately that is kind of tipping its toes into the black metal scene. And I almost think that Lorna Shore is more black metal than they are deathcore anymore, at least with that most recent single. Yeah, I know what you and mean. I am so happy about that because it almost feels like it's reinventing black metal more than it's reinventing deathcore. And like modernizing black metal is something that I didn't know I really needed until I heard this song. And I think it's just elevated the best parts of both of these genres to a level that we haven't really experienced before. And that's why it's kind of turning everybody's head. Yeah. I've got to agree with all that. I mean, it blew me away, you know, and I've been listening to (laughs) this kind of music for like over 20 years. You know, I, I never really heard anything put together quite like that. So yeah, I can't really say anything but but great things about this new sound from Lorna Shore, and um, that's it. That's number two record. Will Ramos on the show soon, please. <laughs> I'm 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 ready. I'm ready. Give me a call, all right, buddy. Uh, okay, um, we're gonna get into the most anticipated album of the week right after these words from our sponsor, and we're back. We're back. Bam, 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 bam. That's where Josh puts in air horns. Bam, 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 bam. Maybe, maybe we'll get air horns. Maybe not. We'll see. It is up to his discretion. <laughs> I like the pew, 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 pew. I like the uh, I like our own version. Me too. I mean, it works. <laughs> it works. DIY. It works. All right, Mike. It's been a big week. Seven releases after only two last week. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> Everything from brand new band Meet Me the Altar to local Detroit boys and Spirit Breaker. But what will the number one album of the week be? All right. So number one album of the week. We're going kind of a heavy medium here with kind of like, I really don't know how to describe this band. It's the new album, Don't You Feel Amazing by Trash Boat. Yes. This band is like post, post hardcore mixed with pop punk, mixed with alternative. Like I'm going to say this. Not because they're both from the UK, but I think the closest band to Trash Boat right now is Don Broco, <laughs> where they're they're kind of in that like alternative, but still scene influenced and just kind of like breaking down whatever walls they want. Yeah. I'm so excited for this record. Yeah. You know, we talked about this. I think I said this exact thing a few weeks ago when they mm-hmm. released one of their other singles and we talked about it, but I'm going to say it again. I always feel like Trash Boat has been sort of mislabeled as a pop yeah. punk band, they've been kind of thrown into the UK pop punk scene along with, you know, something like uh, Neck Deep, maybe. And of mm-hmm. course, like I love Neck Deep. I think they're an incredible band, but I don't think Trash Boat is on the same wavelength as them at all. I no. think that now, after a, f- a few records, Trash Boat is finding their own sound that is influenced by a whole bunch of different styles of music that aren't pop punk. And I mean, did you hear their new song Alpha Omega just just drop? Yeah, I mean, just this thing today. is I, I a banger. It's heavy. Yeah, it's, it's a banger. It's so good. And I mean, this band is just constantly surprising me, right? Because I think that I've got what the sound of the album is going to be nailed down. I like I heard Don't You Feel Amazing and they said He's So Good and Silent and Golden are going to be on the record and I'm like all right I've got the sound nailed down and then Bad Entertainment featuring Milky from uh, Wargasm comes mm-hmm. out 
And I'm like, okay, this sounds going to be a little bit more different. It's going to be a little bit more on the heavy side. I'm cool with that for the record. And then they release Alpha Omega, and I'm like, is this record going to be like, have breakdowns and stuff in it? Like, is this where we're at now in Trash Boat's career? And like, I'm cool with it, but I feel like this record still has some surprises waiting for us. And I think that that's just what's coming from this band. I think they're really coming into their own. I think this is going to be kind of like the phoenix rising from the ashes of Trash Boat, right? Like, don't get me wrong, Crowd Shyness, amazing album. Yeah. I felt like it was missing some staying power with some of the tracks, but I think that this album is just going to be so innovative for not only the UK scene, but I think kind of all our, our entire alternative scene as a whole, that it's going to become a staple release. And people are going to, maybe for the next five, ten years, are going to be like, hey, well, look, I kind of want to listen to some alternative records. Like, what's one of the quintessential records, right, that you know? And people mm-hmm. are going to say, don't you feel amazing by Trash Boat? I think that this record is going to be a solid album the year contender. I think that this band does everything incredibly even just listening to these singles it's taken me a few listens to actually kind of grasp what they're doing i feel like the album's going to be the same way just because everything like the depth to this band is just absolutely incredible 100 percent, man i think you're just right right on with everything that you're saying i think basically when this band started to not give a shit about what people mm-hmm. thought about trying to fit into any kind of scene they just got yeah. better because they're so talented yep. Um, you know, not just Toby, the vocalist, the whole band, and they're just incredible at crafting music. And mm-hmm. the fact that this record is maybe going to be a little all over the place, I think is what I want from them. And yeah. it'll be really interesting to see moving forward kind of what happens again. But for right now, mm-hmm. we have an, an incredible record that's coming out right now. Go check it out along with the other six releases. Man, what a week. Um, anything else to say about Trash Boat before we uh, get into honorable mentions? I mean, just kind of a quick thought, just because I'm thinking about it. Is the UK the hot spot for all alternative music right now? Because we have Trash Boat, Enter Shikari, uh, what do you call it? Don Broco, Sleep Token, Bring Me the Horizon. <laughs> like, I feel like all Architects. solid al- Architects, yeah, the consistent album of the year contenders. Uh, holding Absence. Holding Absence, all coming from the UK. Yeah. Hot Milk. Right. Like, it's mind-blowing how much good music is coming out of the UK. Yeah. Comparatively to how much I hear coming out of the UK, right? Well, it's rain, rains all the time. They're, like, stuck inside. They got nothing to do but write songs. That's 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 what I'm going to say. But it's true. It is kind of crazy right now how much stuff's coming out. You want to do a re- recap real quick? Yeah, let's do it. Number seven. We've got the new EP Model Citizen from Meet Me at the Altar. Number six. We've got the new album Part of Me by Afterlife. Yes. Number five. We've got the new album Lost Souls by Caskets. Yes. We forgot them on our UK list. Jeez. There we so go. It's another music. one. Number four. We've got the new album Cost Alone by Slaughter to Prevail. Yes. Oh, I can't wait to hear that record. Uh, number three. We've got the new album Coronada. Coronada. I'm not sure exactly how to pronounce it. I'm sure Trey will let me know. Uh, <laughs> Spirit Break by Spirit Breaker. There you go. Number two. We've got the new EP and our return to nothingness by Lorna Shore. Pig Squeals Intensify. There you go. And the number one record of the week is... Don't You Feel Amazing by Trash Boat. There you go. I love the sarcasm. You just The, the title just oozes sarcasm. I love that so much. Um, that's fantastic. All right, Mike. Well, we are already in 40 minutes into this baby, depending on how much yep. Josh Wildhorn has edited us down, hopefully a lot. But let's get into the honorable mentions. How many we got this week? 
We got 22. Okay. Let's bang them out. Three of them, three of them are albums. So we're going to get into these real All right. Quick. Three albums. These are Let's albums, go. albums that I think are really good, but not enough to kind of need a full segment. There's a new quicksand album. Oh yeah, of course. Legendary New York hardcore band that doesn't put out music very often. So mm-hmm. make sure you check this out. Uh, especially if you're into, you know, like the more new metal side of hardcore kind of, um, yep. you know, anything in that vein. Uh, if you ever liked bands like Helmet or Snapcase, perhaps. Um, Dude, I love Helmet. Even, Helmet was so underrated. Oh, yeah. Or even even something like Deftones. If, if you're into that kind of style um, mm-hmm. of alternative, uh, you know, hardcore, hardcore influence alternative, you're going to love Quicksand. So I'm very much looking forward to hearing this one. 100%. Next up, we've got this new album by this band called Enigmatum. Mm. Uh, they're... Their name is weird. It's got that like AE symbol where it's like one letter. Right. And then N-I-G-M-A-T-U-M. Uh, this is a death metal band on one of my favorite labels right now, 20 Bucks Spin. Uh, these guys are super great. Their album actually debuted early today on Invisible Oranges, I think is the uh, media site that they went with. But I listened to this and this album is just incredible. It's super technical death metal, but it's not kind of like the overbearing tech death like an Archspire or a origin bands like that right it is the kind of technical that is just enough that when you're listening to it you say wow these guys have absolutely 100 percent mastered their in their instruments and they don't need to be flashy to show it right which i think is always more impressive than playing super fast and super technically i i love it i love the pick next up i've got a really weird one i know we've talked about this band a bit on the show they're called unrequited it's mm-hmm. a one-man project uh, the U is a, or the second U is a V. Uh, they're putting out a new album. I forget the name of it, but it's weird because it's kind of a concept album, and it is a black metal, black gaze kind of like slower black metal record focusing on love, hmm. which I think is a really, really unique kind of twist for the genre, and something that doesn't normally get sang about within black metal, right? So yeah. I'm really excited for that release. Yeah, I love those three albums uh, as picks. Some different stuff there for the diehards that mm-hmm. got through those first seven and they're like, I need more. So there's some more for you. Yeah. All right, let's go. Singles. Lay them on me, Mike. All right, singles. We talked about this band a little bit earlier, so I'm going to just run right into them. Uh, we've got a new single from Dragged Under. Mm. Now, they released that the single had a feature on it. They released the first letter of the person's first name. It was an S. Oh. I messaged you <laughs> and I said, yo, you you telling me that you're on this and not telling me because our good friends dragged under, right? Yeah. And no offense, Shane, but they got Spencer Chamberlain and ups to them on that. Yeah. Because, wow, I'm so excited for this single. I love the band. I love the band. Shout, oh, yeah. shout out to Tony and uh, shout out to Josh Wildhorn, former member of Dragged Under as well. So Yo. love to see it. Uh, and then let's get into some singles that are already out. We can actually talk about. Mm-hmm. Did you hear this new Ice Nine Kills single? No, the one about uh, Child's Play. Yeah, I heard it was coming out, but I, I didn't get a chance to listen to it. It is so fucking hectic. <laughs> if I had to describe it, it's like the Mary Axmas song where it's super heavy throughout, mixed with it is the end where it's just absolutely chaotic. Like at some point, this like kids chorus comes in and they say. Nanana boo boo, they're gonna kill you. And like, it's just all this super cool lyricism 
reflecting the movie. It's just so witty, and you've got to listen to it and watch the music video. It's incredible. Ice Nine Kills can do no wrong. I love oh, this. This band is just, they're just operating at a, just a different level than everyone else. Yeah. Like, you know, it's just so out there. It's so intense. Every, it used to be like, okay, the album was pretty out there conceptually. Mm-hmm. Now every song has practically as much going on as, as a whole album seemingly. So this is, uh, yeah, this is, this is something else going on with, uh, Ice Nine Kills for, for, uh, Silver Scream 2. It's like that movie. What is it? Limitless where Morgan Freeman's like, what if we used a hundred percent of our minds <laughs> yeah, exactly. and like metalcore transforms into Ice Nine Kills? That's almost what's going on lately. <laughs> <laughs> is Morgan Freeman in that one? I thought it was Bradley Cooper. It might be. I don't know, but yeah. uh, that's a pretty, it was a pretty bad movie. If I recall, it's like, it's like one of those movies that's maybe not that good, but the concept is mm-hmm. so good that the movie's like, like pretty good, you know? Yeah. It's one of those movies. Anyway, let's go. We got lots more. Okay, Ice Nine Kills. All right. Uh, next up, this single drop today is a new single from Idola. Oh, yeah. I absolutely love this. It was a really, really weird single. I'm listening to this, and I'm like, there's no rhyme or reason to it. It's all build up. And I'm like, man, if this song is in the album opener, I'm going to be disappointed. I went and checked the track list. It's the album there you opener. Go which always makes me happy for kind of a build-up album opener song when they just completely throw out song structure whatsoever and they're just like, nothing you hear right now is going to be repeated in this song. Love it. And I think there's like a little bit of a chorus, but it's just so good. Love it. And Andrew Wells is going to be a guest on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Shantold. Uh, this Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I believe we booked it. We, we had it booked before mm-hmm. um, and it got... We had some scheduling issues, so we rebooked it. I believe it is this week, but Andrew Wells will be on a future episode of the podcast right here on the audio side as well. So stay tuned for that. Very talented guy. Sick, nasty. Love him. Uh, Let's get into some kind of classic bands. We got a new Hawthorne Heights single this week. Wow. Awesome. Uh, Second single from the new album. Really good, solid track. Again, tossed out of it for me when I hear the screams, but I know a lot of people love Hawthorne Heights. I think the song's really well written. Well, I think Hawthorne Heights keeps getting better. I mean, they again, we talked about it before. Mm-hmm. They they play a, you know a lot of their nostalgia stuff. They they do, you know, they've done a lot of anniversary tours of their first two records that are classics. Yep. And good on them for that. But I feel like their their new music is their best music. So, love to see it. 100%. Good friends of mine obviously and uh stoked to check this out. Mhm. And speaking of another classic band, we got a new single from Thrice also releasing an album later this year. Yeah, bit um, of a weird I song. To this new single, bit of a weird one. Yeah, bit of a weird song from Thrice. Yeah, um, I think because it was weird, I wasn't put to sleep as much as normally when I listen to Thrice. <laughs> so I actually kind of enjoyed this song. Uh, don't tell anybody I said that. It's but, well, you know, Thrice is gone. I mean, they've they've changed so much as a band. You kind of never know what you're yeah. going to get really from them. And mm-hmm. yeah, I I, I like I enjoyed the song overall. I was I wasn't expecting it, but I did enjoy it, and I. I did like the vibe of it. I thought some of the odd time signature stuff was kind of cool. And and mm-hmm. um, I thought uh, Dustin sounded great too, his vocals on this one. So I, I'm I'm on board for it. And I think Thrice maybe has something something really good up their sleeve. Uh, next up, we got a new single from Turnstile today, Wednesday when we're recording nice. this, obviously. I haven't gotten a chance to listen to it yet, but I'm getting a little worried. I think this album comes out at the end of August, actually, so I'm not that worried. But this is our fifth single now. Um Honestly, nothing's disappointed, though. I really enjoy Turnstile as a kind of a newer fan. 
Uh, all of these songs have been great, so I'm sure when I listen to this single after that we're done recording, it's going to make me happy. Love it. Love Turnstile. Uh, next up, kind of a similar vibe to Turnstile a little bit. Uh, we got a new single from Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes. Yeah. I don't know why I love this band. I think I found them because they were on a festival, and like, there's some festivals I just buy tickets for automatically, then check out the bands, right, that I don't know. Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes was one of those a couple years back, and there's just some weird like punk twinge about this that I, I don't know. I love Frank Carter. I think that this is great well, stuff. I mean, I love I loved Gallows. I mean, Gallows to me is mm-hmm. one of the most underrated punk bands ever. I, th- I think their their music is incredible. The, the work in, that he did in that band was awesome. And yeah, I think, I think there's just so much energy that comes out of this, mm-hmm. especially live. But yeah, this guy's a rock star, man. And, uh, and I love it too. So there's another one right out of the UK. Put it on the list. For sure. And speaking of rock stars, we got to talk about what, to the chagrin of some people, might be the biggest rock star in the world right now. Bieber? Because, no. <laughs> They've announced the new album. I think we're getting a single this week. I saw something about it. Uh, new Machine Gun Kelly. Oh, wow. With Travis Barker, obviously. Of course. The new album, I think it's called Born With Horns or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. But we're supposed to get a new single this week. I think I'm GK posted on his Instagram. We really liked his last album. I don't think, I don't know. Are you still listening to it at all? Yeah, you know, I think I was just, put on something and after that something was done spotify played i forget which track off of um tickets to Mm -hmm. my downfall and i was jamming it right away like i I do think that record is good i think it has some cool staying power to it i kind of i think now like some people have sort of maybe not listened to the record in a while and they're just sort of seeing the the memes and seeing some of the like cringiness that is maybe Mm -hmm. coming kind of packaged up with this and sort of forgetting that, Hey, that record was pretty solid actually. So yeah. I'm, I welcome new music from, um, from him. I kind of feel like it's a little too soon. Um, but I, as I a fan there, of the last record, that's cool. Sure. Lay it on me. Yep. If it's good, then great. You know, I just hope it isn't something that like, well, strike while the iron's hot and they're going to kind of put out some, you know, some, some bullshit. So hopefully it's good. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it's not a pop star situation. Have you seen that movie, Andy Samberg? I, I haven't. We've talked. You've asked me before if I've seen this movie, and I have not. And I need to watch it. You, you got to watch it. Basically, he get, he leaves his band. He gets huge. Uh, he puts out a record. The label clamors for another record. He puts it out too fast, and it just tanks. Yeah, yeah. There Great you go. Movie. Um, let's get heavy for a little bit. Mm. Uh, we've got a new Carcosa single. I think that album drops next week. I'm really excited for that new up and coming deathcore band. I want to say they're Australian if I remember correctly. Right. Yep. So, you know, it's good. Um, also Australian, we've got pride lands. They're a kind of progressive metalcore band. I would describe them very similar to like a North lane, a novelists, uh, bands like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just got signed to sharp tone, a huge signing, um, I sharp tone is just absolutely on top of they signing are. every amazing new rookie band. No, they're, they're doing amazing right now. Uh, absolutely. I agree. Sharp tone is, is incredible. Um, you know, an, a relatively new label, like they've only been at it for mm-hmm. maybe three, four years, but you're right. Maybe a little longer than they, 
Maybe I remember when when they signed We Came as Romans. That was kind of their yeah their big flagship band originally. Yeah, when they started, it was We Car, Miss May I, and Attila were signed. Right, right, and now they've seemed to you know, and that's a great way to start with some you know veteran scene bands. Mm-hmm. But now they've found their own you know place where they can kind of develop their own scene uh from the yep. ground up and that's what they're doing and they're definitely turning my head if not the whole scene right now with uh with what they're doing so it's great to see also don broco's label so yeah good enough there you go uh one more australian band uh i know that i've talked about them a little bit there's this kind of new upcoming band called isotopes that i absolutely love they're dropping a new single make sure you go check that out okay I can't remember if this band's from Australia or not. They might be, but it's a super technical deathcore band called The Zenith Passage. They haven't put out new music in five years. They put out their first single. Uh, they've got some new band members, some ex-band members from The Faithless. So if you or yeah, The Faithless, The Faceless. Mm-hmm. So if you remember them at all, uh, super tech, very good at their instruments, very fun single. I absolutely loved it. We're getting a new single from Trivium. Yes. And I think they're announcing their album sick i wonder if they've already written the whole thing on twitch so people people that watch watch <laughs> matt hafey or, or the rest of the guys on on twitch like already know the song i wouldn't be surprised but um but no i i think trivium is like such a talented band oh yeah i absolutely love them i think that i kind of grew out of them when they started doing a little bit more of the uh radio friendly stuff and i think that was just more my taste than the fact that they I don't think they were writing bad music. I think it was just my tastes were changing a little bit. Uh, that's a okay. Um, I think that they've got me back though. They're writing stuff like Ascendancy and Shogun again, yep. where it's kind of heavy, more that old school metalcore, and I'm just vibing with it. Absolutely, super hard, awesome. Uh, next up, I think this is a really cool artist and super underrated in the post hardcore scene. Uh, it's a guy named Andres, and he's got a backing band and everything. They just go by Andres. Uh, which is the lead vocalist, uh, is post-hardcore kind of swancore vibes. I would say very similar to uh, bands like Strawberry Girls, Origami Button, um, Dance Kevin Dance, obviously. Uh, Things like that where it's got the almost very fancy, kind of almost like post-hardcore Spanish acoustic guitar with a little bit of distortion thrown in there. Hmm. Absolutely phenomenal frontman and vocalist. Another dude who just has so much charisma and you can sense it oozing out of the music that he makes. I absolutely love his last album and it got me into all of his earlier material. I don't think he has a bad release. Uh, He's announcing a new album as well. It's going to be his fourth album. Very excited for this. I think this dude's uber talented and everybody should go check it out. Yeah, this guy's great. Didn't he do a feature on a... Another band recently too. He did a feature on Strawberry Girls. So. That might have been what it was. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely a, a great a great pick. And yeah, if, if somebody wants to hear something a little bit different, really talented, and you're right about the charisma mm-hmm. thing too. Um, he's got it. So yes, make sure you check out Andres. Next up, let's get classic. Uh, one of our favorite bands. We talk about this band a strange amount for <laughs> how active they are, but we are finally getting the first single from the new Dream Theater record. Yeah. It is the first single or the first song on the album. I think it's called The Alien or something like that. I'm very excited for this. Dream Theater absolutely never disappoints. The father's of prog, really. No, I mean, there's just so much talent in this band. I mean, like, you know, they kind of can't miss, you know, in yeah. terms of like, you're going to get something super well thought out, put together, uh, produced really well. Mm-hmm. Whether this is a, 
a three and a half minute thing or whether this is a 25 minute thing, we'll see. You know, that's that's the thing about Dream Theater, which you never I think really it's like know. Eight minutes song. Eight so. minutes. Yeah, it's not, that's average. Uh, yeah, so you know, you never really know what, to, what you're going to get from Dream Theater, but yeah, there's there's so much so much great stuff here. So I always look forward to it. Uh, next up, we've got a new single from Black Veil Brides. Their album was already supposed to be out this year, but they ended up delaying mm-hmm. it until I think October or November. Uh, so we're getting the second single off of this. I know a lot of people think Black Veil Brides is a meme, all that stuff. I think that they've got some solid music. It's not every single or every song is amazing, but I think that they've got some really good songs. And I'm always going to check out what they're putting out, right? Yeah, and I think they're on their way back up. You know, I think that the band, yeah. they came out of the gate. They had a lot of success early on, but they had, you know, that young fan base and mm-hmm. a lot of it was sort of image driven, you know, they're like, sure, they're getting put yep. on the cover of alternative press and, and that, that kind of stuff, which I think sort of hurt their credibility a little bit, but there are, mm-hmm. there is some good, some good stuff in their music. And I think now, uh, you know, the, the departure of their bass player, uh, Andy Black going and doing his solo stuff for a while. I think the band yep, is taking some time. The, yeah, and the band is. I think the band is back together. The pandemic, I think, is going to help them out as well with you know, kind of realizing, hey, you know, we we, we can do this. So I, I think the band is going to come mm-hmm. back. I think we expect some really big things from Black Veil Brides um, uh, moving forward. Quite honestly. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I I really think this is great. Andy is. We've talked about charisma a yeah. lot, but he's just one of those charismatic yeah, men. There you go. <laughs> uh, next up. Uh, we're getting a new single from Earth Groans off an unannounced EP that's coming later this year that they're announcing it Friday with the single. Uh, very excited for this. I really like Earth Groans. They're that nice blend of metalcore with tinges of old school hardcore that I think is just really fun and kind of missing from a lot of the scene. Uh, we've got a lot of stuff that's very beat down metalcore as far as the crossover goes lately. Things like Knocked Loose, Chamber, uh, Prison, things like that. But Earth Groans is really kind of like, it's almost like a heavier stick to your guns, and I really just vibe with it. Yeah, nice. Uh, Next up, announcing their new album and putting out a single tomorrow, Thursday, so you'll obviously have this Friday. Uh, We're going to get the fourth album from This Wildlife. Hell yeah. I love This Wildlife. Like, it is so weird how they are associated with our scene. But I love it to no end. Well, they're they're associated with the scene because part of what got them off the ground was a "Bring Me the Horizon" cover. You know, yeah. a lot of people have kind of forgotten about that now because it's been so many years and they've put out so much great music since. But yeah, you know, um, Kevin is a good friend of mine, a good friend of the show. Um, he's <laughs> got this very soft voice that is, you know, really not something that you would associate with the scene no. at all. But they have that punk ethic. You know, and yep. very DIY. They are, and but to me, like I just I jam them out all the time, man. Um, all their records I think are great, and they just they write amazing music. They play it really well. They take their the they take it really seriously. Like everything they do, mm-hmm. they do really well. So I, I love love to see it. What I absolutely love is they are such like a community orientated band too, like. They're streaming on Twitch. They're having yeah. fun with fans. Like they're doing the name the riff thing. That is so cool. Yeah, I love it. I I did a name the riff uh, video for them. So uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I'm I'm way on board for that for that as well. And um, yeah, they're some of the best. Such an awesome band. Super wholesome dudes. Go support them. And I mean, 
I'm very rarely in the mood for some acoustic music. I'm going to be honest. But whenever I am, the first band that pops into my head is I'm going to go put on some This Wild Life because it is wholesome and acoustic and just, it's good vibes. It's good coffee shop music. Love it. There we go. Love it. Last up, I'm so excited about this because this is one of my favorite bands. We haven't gotten new music from about two years, which is a long time when you're thinking things in the grand scheme of things. Crown the Empire is putting out a new single. Wow. I love Crown the Empire. I don't think they've missed Andy Leo, another extremely charismatic frontman. <laughs> I have had some nights with that that fellow. Uh, let me tell you, oh. uh, good dude. They've always been super nice to me. And you know what's kind of interesting about this band is, mm-hmm. you know, you say that they've they've never missed. It's really they started so young. People forget yeah. they were like teenagers mm-hmm. when they were putting out those that early music so that's something i wanted to bring up too like it's crazy like they were what 17 18 when the fallout came out exactly so you know they've kind of grown up with us like we've kind of watched them grow Mm -hmm. musically and now i feel like even though they've this is probably what they're like fifth record um that would be coming out assuming it's coming out you know um you know, this is going to be really interesting because they're kind of in the prime of their career, sort of when a lot of bands might put out their second album, you know, in terms of age. Mm-hmm. So it will be really interesting to see kind of where they're at now, now that they've, you know, matured a little bit and they've gone through a year and a half of a pandemic. Um, it's going to be really, yep. really, really cool to see what they're kind of good. If they're going to go back to some of that heavier stuff, if it's going to be the, more of the softer side, um, we'll see. The coolest part about this single, I haven't even told you yet. And it kind of leads into that. How is it going to be a super heavy song? Is it going to be a super light song? Well, we've got a featuring artist on this rec- or on this single okay. that can do both of those extremely well. Fancy a guess? Well, it's not me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, they are one of our favorite vocalists lately. Oh, boy. Does both both singing and screaming very well. One of our favorites. Oof. I give up, Mike. It is our good friend, Courtney LaPlante from Spirit Box. Oh, wow. Of course. Wow, that's awesome. Um, damn, yeah. she is she is doing a lot of stuff. This is great. I mean, right, deservedly so. Yeah, I mean, who wouldn't want her on a song? Exactly. I mean, I think that it's going to play so well together. Crown the Empire, not known for having featuring artists on their songs. Right. Um, definitely kind of a very closed doors band in my experience where uh, they kind of hole up, do all their writing themselves and they put out a concept album. Like each album has a concept, right? Right. Um, so I'm very excited to hear Crown the Empire with a featuring artist. I think this is going to be an absolute banger of a track. I think it's going to be one of my kind of like leading up to fall anthems. And I'm really hoping we get an album announcement soon because I absolutely love Crown the Empire and I can't wait to hear more always give me more i'm sure it's coming there we go oh yeah wow well that's it that's that's all the honorable mentions right mike yeah it is i mean you know i'm gonna save my favorite for last every i know i know twitch yells at me no i i love the uh right yeah when we're on twitch and this is only on the audio side this this week but we'll be back on twitch next week um no i i i love that yeah when people are like talk about this talk about this talk about this you're like it's coming motherfucker shit yeah. <laughs> Some sometimes I give in. We had a couple weeks ago and I was like, you know what? Fine, I will talk about We Came as Roman. But you know, one I thing know. I fun. did forget Twitch is fun. 
One thing I did forget to bring up in the intro was the new single from Under Oath, which we uh, came out last week. But oh, yeah, early, hallelujah. Man, Under Oath is just back. Like, this, this is just another one that sounds like their vintage oh, 100%. sound. Dude, I am so here for it. Like, I think Under Oath is just making a massive resurgence. And I'm not even going to say resurgence because I don't think they ever left. I think Grace means a good album. I think they're making a massive scene right. resurgence and regaining the faith of a lot of fans who kind of stepped away from Erase Me after hearing it. And I wasn't one of those people. I love Erase Me. Uh, it was, I would say, maybe my second favorite Under Oath record. But I think that this one's mm-hmm. probably going to top it because, yeah, I think they're they're just, you know, I understand. They came back. They wanted to make a big splash. It's been a long time since they made music together, you know, the six of them. And now that they've, you know, been hanging out and everything for the last little while, I think they've kind of refound their sound again. And, um, and I'm here for it. And I just yep. wanted to, to kind of just shine another, another little light on that before we go. Um, if you missed it last week, the new under oath singles, both of them that are out are both awesome. hundred percent. I love it. Well, Mike, that's our show. Thank you so much for compiling all these lists. Top seven this week, 20 something honorable mentions. And of course you can find the whole list over at Mike's Instagram at Slappy Slam. Give him a follow. Boom, boom, boom. Sweet, man. All right, I'll let you go. 